Blog Talk Radio. for joining us again today on this wonderful, beautiful Thursday. Hey, Regina. Hey, Kimberly. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Devoted Moms. I'm really glad that we're back together. I can't believe it's Thursday already. I know. Um, and we've got a special guest joining us this morning or afternoon or night, depending on where you are, um, that we're really excited to talk to, Kim Arrington. Kim was on last year. Last season. Well, I was in transit, and so now I actually get to visit with her uh, via <laughs> Devoted Mom. Um, big thanks to Sylvia Global for allowing us to have this opportunity uh, to check in with moms all over the world um, and just support mm-hmm. each other. And so uh, let's do a little bit of a check-in, and then we'll get into uh, Kim and all of her fabulous inspirational self oh, uh, that wow. she's going to share with us today. <laughs> Tasha, how's your week been? Week has been good. Week has been busy. You know, we were in Charleston last week and yeah. for a few days, which Shripping was awesome. Rich. Shout out to Charleston. Wow. Yes. So for all of our devoted moms in Charleston, um, we are definitely going back for a, an extended visit, just a couple visit, because it was great. We enjoyed it. And um, so this week's just been busy catching up on work. Kids are back in school. Um, Mia is absolutely loving her Mommy's Morning Out program two days a week. Um, And it's just amazing to me how much she's um, just opened up and learned just in the five or six days that she's been there. Um, so it's, school was made for, for girls like Mia. She really, really enjoys it. She enjoys it. Wow. She did not smile for picture day, though. So they're doing retakes tomorrow, so we'll see if we can get a smirk or something out of her. But if not, you know, oh well. Well, she probably wants to see the contract. She probably wants to see, like, what's in there for her. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) I support that entrepreneurship. I know you do. Because you're the auntie. <laughs> She's like, you're going to use my image for what intent? For yes, what, for exactly. what purpose? What purpose? You, know, you want me it? to smile. Why? What's my inspiration? How about you, darling? How's your week been? It has been a blur. Um, uh, it is recovery month, and so um, I've been spending a lot of time honoring folks who have found their way in um, are sustaining their recovery from alcoholism or drug addiction, really all addictions, um, as well as mental health. And so it's just a real inspiring time of the year all over the world. There are demonstrations um, just to celebrate 26 years in. Um, The girls and I and Carlos and Antonio were at uh, the Baltimore uh, annual walk, and we did walk uh, slowly, but we walked. Um, and it was their seventh annual. So um, I've been there a few times. Oh, gosh. Of course, Poochie's barking now. Would you please stop? 
interesting because um, there was someone there who was able to say that he had he had achieved 35 years in recovery. That's awesome. And he oh, was wow. there, and he got just as much applause as the person who was two days in. Um, in fact, the person wow. was two days in, actually a couple of hours in, um, wow. got a lot of support and applause to just keep coming back and, you know, however we can support you. And so it was a, it, it was a really good place to be. It was a good energy. And it was also a good time, again, as the kids get older to start to talk about recovery, um, what is addiction, what are issues with mental health. Um, and so we have some real candid conversations and we're able to put it into a context of victory versus um, deficit and um, the defeat that is often associated with. So so that, that took up a lot. And, um, Let's see what else is going on. Just being a mommy, this I'm teaching two classes on Mondays, and oh my gosh, if I don't start reading and my students don't start reading, we are just gonna sit there and look at each other with a blank stare of ah. Uh, so, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's been good because, again, it's another um, place that I get to harness this incredible energy um, of folks who are going to go forward and do uh, incredible work in the world. And it's a big responsibility. So I always feel like I'm not prepared enough or I'm prepared, you know, I'm overwhelming them. So trying mm -hmm. to find that space of uh, support, but also expectation is really important. Yeah. So that's been going on, and a big shout out to Mina, um, who is one of my housemates. She turned ten today, oh. and so we had um, our, our traditional bon voyage to the ninth year of her life yesterday. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Any reason to celebrate is a good wow. reason in my world. Right. So it was Hasta uh, la Vista nine. Hasta <laughs> la Vista single digit. I know. She was like, nine was the longest year of my life. <laughs> but she's a, big, she's a big shrimp and seafood fan. So we had popcorn shrimp and shrimp scampi and um, her favorite peas. And, you know, we just, you know, just celebrated nine is gone and on to ten. So we'll see what the celebration tonight looks like. We usually celebrate in the morning with cupcakes. But we got we got put on suspension, so we didn't get uh -oh. to do that today. But we'll eat them later. But okay. yeah, okay. so you know, we do the cupcakes in the morning. And I was kind of disappointed. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful weather here, and um, you know, just really feeling very grateful and very um, just very blessed and honored uh, to just be able to live the life that I'm living right now. Um, my heart goes out to um, the families, uh, the folks that were at the Navy Yard, you know, yeah. yet another tragedy um, associated with mental health and the lack of adequate mental health services. Mm -hmm. um, so I really, yeah. that, that was kind of hard to hear about because, you know, I've got some connection with the Navy. I did about 12 years mm -hmm. with those folks. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was kind of hard to you know, think about that happening. Um, but on a better note, 
Today is the birthday of Tuskegee University. Hey, yay! Happy there is a talk show, so I can have double cake. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. And I have some pound like cake, that. and I'm going to eat some pound cake for Tuskegee. Yes, yes. Yay. So many odd years ago today, which is really sad, that I, I and I might Google while I'm on here to see what year. Um, but apparently this <laughs> is the day that Booker T. Washington opened the doors of what was then Tuskegee Institute. And it's now to university. Huh? 1881. 1881. But I am not a mathematician, and so I can't tell you what that means. No idea. In dog years. Yep. (laughs) I have no idea. that I think um, she feels very 
very strongly about, um, but also that something that Kimberly feels very strong about as well. And so we thought it would be a great topic and, and subject to talk about and just kind of, you know, discuss and see, you know, the good points. And, and uh, so, Regina, you want to talk a little bit about what your thoughts were? Yeah, it, well, Kimberly and I have a little bit in common. We have a few things in common, but one of the things um, I think that we do share in our journey is that um, Kimberly is a fantastic auntie. Um, as I am and I was, uh, I think, a better auntie. But <laughs> um, so one of the things, you know, for devoted moms, we're always talking about building a support system, tapping into other moms um, for support, but also looking at um, folks like Kimberly, who is loving regardless of whether she's birthed the child or not. Right. And so, Kim, I thought it would be great if you could kind of talk to the devoted moms about um, how can how can we access those women who, you know, oh, they don't want to be bothered with those children or, you know, oh, gosh, they have the life because they don't have, you know, the ties. But how how do we build an alliance? Um, I know that I spent a lot of time babysitting for friends of mine when, you know, I didn't have to, but because I love the kids and I love them, I wanted to support. support. And, and I guess give them some respite even. So can you, I know that you're always talking about, you know, hanging out with some kids, and so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say, well, first of all, thank you, ladies, you beautiful ladies, for having me again. I'm so excited. Um, but, yeah, Gina, you know, what I would suggest is, you know, first of all, women are communal, and we're social. And so a lot of times we have female friendships on tap, you know, uh, whether it's through sisters or aunties or, you know, good friends or co-workers. And I would say start with women that, that you're close to, that you know appreciate you, um, that appreciate similar value systems and things like that. And you know if someone loves or cares about your children, you know, if they're close to you. And um, I would say for me, I have sisters, you know, and I have a lot of women in my family. And I'm a big kid, and so it's kind of, you can see it on my face that I love kids, and kids know that I love love to be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I would say, yeah, start with, with women that are closer to you. There are a lot of women who are like myself who don't have children, but we love children. And right. I don't know if there are any groups. I think that would be a cool group, like an auntie group that goes around mm-hmm. and, <laughs> you know, help you. Yeah. Helps assist you, you lovely mommies, um, and give you some rest and things like that. But definitely, I would say maybe start with someone that's closest, you know, closest to you, um, that you know, um, share your same heart and love for children. We can see some things. Uh, we can be a little bit more objective because you know, obviously, they're not our children, right. and um, we can always shuffle them back home. <laughs> you know. But, no, I, I always think it's great if there's someone. Um, you can never have too many loving people in a child's life mm-hmm. or a teenager's that's life. That's true. Um, right. Yeah. And that's, so, very, that's very well you know, said. I think, um, you know, especially for, like, Regina and I have talked about this in the past. You know, I have a 13-year-old daughter, and so 
there are just going to be some things that she's not going to always be as comfortable coming to me about. And I think learning as a mother to be okay with that, first of all, um, it was my first step. Um, but then also providing somebody else for my daughter to be able to go to, somebody that she can trust and bounce things off of if she feels she can't do it with me at that time. And I think that's so important. And so, you know, Regina is that for, for my daughter. And so mm-hmm. even beyond just the respite, because now, you know, Jordan can stay home alone. So I don't necessarily need somebody right. to stay home with her. But what mm-hmm. is it then beyond that, you know? What is it mm-hmm. after they kind of gotten older? How can you use that same relationship um, and how does it evolve? And so I just love that we, you know, have that relationship with each other's children that, hey, you can come to auntie. Doesn't mean I'm going to hide things from your mom or anything like that, but I'm going to be that person who you can just tell everything to and it's going to be okay. There will be no judgment. Um, So I think it's very important to have that support system. Yeah. I think it's also important even for, um, to. I've, I've got a commitment to supporting people who are deciding to stay married. And so the way I do that is when I have my kids, I'll have three or four more. Um, so that some of my friends who are married can go and do date night and not have to worry about the dollar, you know, the per dollar, you know, per hour um, amount is really um, Yeah, when I used to babysit when I was, you know, a teenager, it was like whatever you gave me was enough. I would babysit five kids right. per family. Five right. kids right. and I get maybe $20. Right. And they would be going all night long. All night. <laughs> but I do, I, I do think what I have to do is sometimes when I'm trying to coordinate and um, figure out what I get to think about friends of mine who either their children are older or mm-hmm. they don't have kids, but they enjoy being around kids and just reaching out and being okay with him saying, well, I'm on the beach right now. <laughs> but when I get back, I get with my girls, and you know, often say, "Hey, where is, you know, where is Miss Bridget or where is Miss Kylie? We haven't right. seen them in a while. They have right. no idea that right. they have other lives. You know, that they the aren't their playmates." Um, right. it, it goes back to you know, we share similar values. Um, one of the folks that they sometimes hang out with, Miss Bridget, um, you know, Miss Bridget's hair. She reminds me a lot of you, Kim. You don't know where her hair is going to be or what she's going to be doing. Um, she's real, just, you know, she is of the world. She is happy. <laughs> so the girls get a completely different experience with her. Right. Um, she is not per se a Christian, but she does believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she respects, um, you know, our belief system and um, has called and asked me to pray mm-hmm. for her before. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so the girls really do have a very, you know, a varied exposure. Um, right. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I was reading your blog um, the other night, uh, way too late, but it was a good one. And it was about your it was about your experience with um with uh trading stocks and your oh, perspective yeah. on wealth and money. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. how, tell me a little bit more about that because the little girl that was in the choir with me at you know, Saint Mark Missionary Baptist Church, 
was not hanging with stockbrokers, you know, millionaires. So, so I wanna, I wanna learn a little bit more about that. Tell me about how that happened. Oh wow! You know, I swear sometimes I'm a cat. I have literally lived nine lives. Hmm. So, <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you, it was. First, let me say this. I am just like, you know, you and Tasha, I am a believer in our Heavenly Father, and I believe nothing is by accident, okay? But at the time when I became a broker, I I thought it was by accident. I actually was in the travel industry, and I was doing pretty well, and I called what I thought was my competitor to see if I can make a little bit more money, Um, but I ended up getting the wrong number, or what I thought was the wrong number. And it was a brokerage firm, and five minutes into the conversation, I knew I had the wrong number. I told the gentleman, thanks, but no thanks. You know, this is the wrong number. But he went on to say, there's something about you. There's something about your voice. There's something about your energy. And I think you should come in for an interview. Well, I'm 23, 24 years old. I'm in the travel industry. I know nothing about stocks, commodities, currencies. Indexes. I know nothing about this world. But long story short, after talking to him for about 15 minutes, I found myself agreeing to come in for an interview. Well, about a week later, I go into this beautiful plush office somewhere I thought I should not be. (laughs) And I walk in like, this is not my life. You know, this is a joke. Where the cameras? And a very humble, you know, big smile. And I'm like, you know, maybe I should kind of bring it in a little bit. You know, I was just insecure about, did they really want me? So I walk in, and they could see that I was nervous and anxious, and they went on to say, you're the lady with the voice. Now we see the smile, and yes, it's you that we want to talk to. Well, I must say that's where inspiration started for me. He really inspired me to... He told me he saw greatness in me and that he would teach me, and he he invested in me, basically, and said, we think you could be a winner. We're going to teach you things, and um, we want you to be a broker. And they invested in me. I studied, um, and I passed the test, and that's how I got into the brokerage business. I called the wrong number. <laughs> well, okay. um, All right, so here comes the, the mother connection. What did your mother say? What did my mother say? Yeah, she said, what? What? I called. I said, Mommy, I'm a commodities broker. She said, well, what is that? (laughs) You all have seen training places, right, with Eddie Murphy? Right. Whenever I would tell people what I did, I always said, well, you know, you've seen training places, right? I said, well, that's what I did. Perfect. So, but but that's how I got into it. And then as I got into it, and I really, I picked up things pretty quickly. I mean, I had to. It's a fast-paced industry, um, and I I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed meeting people who I never thought I would meet. Good people. A lot of them were wealthy, and I had a lot of misconceptions about people of wealth or people who were different from me because I never experienced those people before. But there were a lot of great people and a lot of great experiences. And so, yeah, I write about it every now and then. So, nice. I don't think I saw that. 
I don't think I saw that one. I'll have to pull it up and read oh, okay. it. I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> well, I yeah. think that, you know, I was um, talking, my husband and I, of course, talk about our children all the time and, you know, they're different personalities and what we think they're going to do in life. And, you know, mm-hmm. Jordan's definitely going to be um, like me in that she'll probably change careers a few times. And not necessarily because okay. she's bored or it's not the right thing to do. It's just like, okay, so what's the next chapter? Right. You know, when I've right. moved from career to career, you know, I have, you know, taken the experiences from the previous career. I've enjoyed them or whatever, and then I move on to the next thing. And that's right. just, you know, that's just me. And I think uh, my younger two, what might be the type, we'll see, who uh, will do the same thing. They'll know what they want to do, and they'll always do it always Mm -hmm. they have that kind of personality so Mm -hmm. I just love how you know I didn't even know that that aspect of you you know we've been getting to know each other you know Mm -hmm. talking more about relationships and Mm -hmm. beauty tips and things like that and there's yet another facet of Miss Growing up in your teenage years, you need that. 
It's, yeah. it's that type of yeah. audacity that mm-hmm. affords you the the, the a, a fun life or a, you know you can still be responsible and have fun. You know, at the end of the day, after I'm laughing and doing all this, I still have to pay bills. Right. Um, yeah, I would say it's that you you need that little bit of kid or child like quality. You know, when I when I talk to kids, my nieces and nephews or other kids or whatever, I don't try to diminish it. Um, and because they're gonna have enough time to grow up, I think you still need a little bit of that that light. Um, right. And, and that's my right. thing. <laughs> well, but I think I think it's important though. I think that um, it's important for moms to understand um, folks who haven't that don't have children have a a particular perspective that can be really mm-hmm. helpful. Because I went straight into mm-hmm. protection, whereas you went right yeah. into opportunity. Um, and I right. do that. What's interesting is I can do that with my nephews and my nieces, but with my own. No, With you're not own. going over that person's house. I don't know her mother. Right. I, you know, it just right. it, it's a different feeling, which is why um, Tasha and I have agreed that there's some limitations that mothers yeah. have um, to be able to be objective and um, kind of allow their children to be who they are um, right. And, right. and encourage them on it. Uh, and, and so, you know, with you having such exposure to a lot of little kids, they're probably looking at Auntie Kim like, wow, you know, right. Auntie Kim's living it like it's large, which you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and too, like some of the even little things, the things that aren't, that aren't so big, but you know, sometimes when you want to do stuff for your kids, like say ice cream. Mm-hmm. And you may feel bad because they, you know, they had enough sweets. You know, you don't want to send this message to your children about obesity and eating right and all this kind of stuff, right? But mm-hmm. then the really cool part about having the auntie come into town is, you know, they can enjoy these things, uh, you know, mommy's guilt-free, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and take, the you know, your kids to Dairy Queen before dinner, for example. I'm just throwing these things right. out. This is nothing, you know. Yeah, I've never, mm-hmm. that concept means nothing to me. <laughs> and we, we pray What are some of the auntie fabulous things that your nieces and nephews are going to remember about Auntie yeah. Kim that's different? Well, you know what I like to do with them? I realize that each child is different, and they each respond to different things. And what I like to try to do, you know, I love to inspire. So, I take each one of them out separately. You know, I'll give a date night to my nephews and to my to my niece, and where it's just about them and about what they want to do, and it's a lot of fun um, because you really get to see them as an individual child versus you know when they're all together collectively. We have to decide on okay, we're gonna do one thing. Well, you may have one child that really loves it or fails, right? And the other two are kind of like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, so the loudest I get screaming one usually wins. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's always in my house. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. fun, you know, when you get to just check them out one by one and you get to see their personalities and you get to really see them come out of their shell. And it feels right. special. That's really one of the things I want them to remember. That auntie just, you know, she wanted me to feel special. You know, and I do have heart-to-heart talks with them. You know, it's not always, always fun. 
because I'm big on, you know, make sure you, you do well in school. That is the, the biggest thing because I want them to go into this world and have an education, know how to speak, you know, know certain things, you know, so they can have a leg up, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, yeah, I dress it up in fun sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes, yeah. It's hard, sometimes it's hard for us um, parents to do that, you know. That's why you're, yeah. why roles like yeah. you are important because, you know, I yeah. have to remind myself sometimes, don't parent today. Like today mm-hmm. is Sunday. Today yeah. is, you know, today is just we're hanging oh, wow. out, you know, and it's and I have to actually really tell, look at myself. All right, Tasha, no parenting today. And then I mess up, and I'm like, remember, we're not parenting today. It's yeah. so hard to do, and so it's so important again to have, you know, that auntie, that figure that that can you are able to do that so much easier, um, and I'm able to do that yeah. with other kids so much easier mm-hmm. than I can do mm-hmm. it with my own. For sure. Right. right. I would not be this auntie type of person. No. I'm sure would be. I'm glad you know that, by the way. Well, that's why, that's why I think you're such a resource that sometimes you're not tapped into. And so I want to encourage devoted moms to look at those girlfriends who may, you know, um, have different responsibilities but might be really interesting for your young person to interact with and have that one-on-one time. Right. You know, clusters of kids yeah. end up being just what you said, whoever's the loudest is who gets it. It just so happens that when I'm in the cluster of Tasha and my kids, everybody's screaming ice cream or mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. <laughs> so it makes it a little easy. I, you know, we have a tradition. Um, but... You know, right. it was funny, Sims right. and Indira were in the car with their Auntie Tosh, I mean, their Auntie Keisha. Mm-hmm. And we were, it's late, we were uh-huh. grabbing a late dinner at Wendy's, and she let them have soda. And uh-huh. I was like, it's, it's 10 o'clock, what are they doing drinking soda? Right. And she screamed, right. and you know what, she got me, she screamed back. I'm the auntie. I'm the auntie. That's right. <laughs> so right. That's right. It was so hard to take that because I'm at Waffle House in Jordan. Order, baby, whatever you want. Right. It's okay. Oh, you want some more grits? Okay. And she's sitting there like, that's ridiculous. You don't need all of that. And so it, <laughs> it is hard to eat that trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, when we grow up, when the kids grow up just like we did, we remember all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it leads to the quality of life. I agree. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, um, you know, just wanted to take another moment to thank Sylvia Global for, you know, we sit here, we laugh, we talk, we learn from each other, we are inspired by each other. And um, Sylvia Global mm-hmm. makes that possible. So I just want to thank uh, Sylvia Global again for this wonderful opportunity. Yeah. And yeah. I would love, I know that you have one, Kim, so I wanted to do this segment with you before we sign off. Um, and we, do, we don't do it every show, um, but we like to take a moment and have, you know, talk about a God story. Um, and that's a God story where Gina and I frequently, we'll just call each other on the phone and we said, We'll say, I have a God story. I have a God moment. And it's just recognizing oh, wow. something that happened 
that we know without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt didn't have anything to do with us. You know, mm-hmm. um, and wow. you know, for example, the story you even told about dialing the wrong number was a God wow. story. That would have been a you, phone call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been a phone call between that me and a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been a God story. Yeah. So I have a God story I like yeah. to share really quickly, and then I would love if you know Regina, of course, or if you have one that you'd like to share um, with okay. devoted moms. Um, but you know, I um, graduated with a social work degree. That's how Regina and I met. And so, you know, in my learning and in my teaching throughout the years, I've always understood uh, logically and in my head the importance of, you know, seeing a therapist, couch time as we call it, um, and just kind of checking in with yourself. You know, and I think as individuals and even when you're in a relationship or as a parent, there are just going to be times during your life where it's just necessary to just have some couch time. And uh, mm-hmm. so recently I've been, you know, having some couch time with uh, my marriage as well as individually. And mm-hmm. I have just had so many God moments um, during this process. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest one for me is now connecting what I knew here mm-hmm. to here. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know it here before. Yeah. I really yeah. didn't. Um, nice. And you, like I said, we have advocated couch time before. I've talked to other friends and couples you know, yeah, you know, if you want to see a therapist, I think it would be helpful. And so, again, it was always in my head. And now the connection has been made for me. And just knowing some of the decisions and choices I've made in my life, good and bad, where they come from, the pathology mm-hmm. of it all, you know, mm-hmm. the, the my upbringing, my nature versus nurture. Again, all these words mm-hmm. I've learned through social work uh-huh. now coming to play so huge mm-hmm. in my life right now. And um, so I just want to encourage all moms, dads, couples, parents, single parents, you know, no matter what situation you're in right now, if you're just feeling like, you know what, I just need to kind of bounce some stuff off of somebody or I just need to check in, um, I encourage you to do so because I am truly, truly looking forward to my 40s, also truly looking forward Mm -hmm. to the next 10 years of my marriage um, since we've been going through this process. It's not always easy. Mm. Not always easy, guys. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. so mm-hmm. incredibly worth it. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to my God um, and that God story today because it's been so real for me. Yay! That's awesome. Yay! Yay! Um, so Kim, did something come to mind that's happened that you'd like to share the God story with us? Well, you know what? I have quite a few, I'm sure. I always feel like, because I think I'm so open to that part of myself, um, I'm such a spiritual-based person, even though I like to laugh and cut up and things like that. So something happens pretty regularly with me. Um, Just to kind of, uh, I'll tell you you something. I, I had a dog. Okay, his name was Bogey, and Bogey was 16 years old. He was a Boston Terrier, and um, he just passed in November, but he was a very important part of my life. And uh, about five or six years, years ago, he was diagnosed with a very rare blood disease, and so rare that most vets didn't know how dogs really got it, but um, it's a blood disease where the white blood cells attack the red blood cells, wow. and it has an 80% mortality rate. So I said 80%. Well, they told me five or six years ago that 
he has this, he may have 24 hours to three months to live, depending on if they would give him medication that night. Well, I sat there in the doctor's office about 3 o'clock in the morning with a dying dog, and I looked at, at the um, doctor, and I said, do you believe in God? <clears throat> and he says, yes, I do. And I said, and I had tears in my eyes, but I felt so deeply in my spirit that I must say this to him. And I said, well, I have a God. We serve a God that has created all creatures big and small. And he's significant to him because he's significant to me, and my God cares about me. And this dog is not going to die in 24 hours, and he's not going to die in three months. And I had such a faith. It was such a knowing. Mm. And when I tell you he did not die in 24 hours, he did not die in three months, he lived another six years. And it was so big in the... The, the veterinarian community because of this disease having an 80% death mortality rate. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. People couldn't believe it. Mm. His, wow. his symptoms never changed, but he still lives, and he lives an extraordinary life. And it was a dog. So I guess I brought that little, I brought that up yes. to show that no matter how small you think something is, God cares about it. God cares about you, and as long as you activate your faith, I don't care what it is. It's my to someone else. But when you exercise that faith and you believe it, mm-hmm. he doesn't care about 80% value rate. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a big moment for me, a big God moment. Oh, good story. <laughs> awesome. 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 Okay. <laughs> Well, um, t- we mm-hmm. are going to wrap up because we've got um, some other things we need to do outside of being hanging out with each other. But the great thing about Devoted yes. Moms with me and Tasha is we're always here on Thursday. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> we also want to thank you so much, Kim, for taking some time out. Um, t- Kim, if folks okay. want to... Okay, if folks want to get um, in touch with you or visit your blog, which I think is yes. very inspiring, yes. um, can you tell them okay. how to do that? Sure. Um, I have a blog um, entitled um, The Inspirational Corner, but you can find me at Inspirational Corner with IB, which is I for inspirational and B for beauty, dot blogspot.com. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's just simply Inspirational Beauty Tips. And on Twitter, it's Inspire Beauty 40, which is 40. Okay. I know I don't look 40. As a matter of fact, I'm 41. <laughs> I keep forgetting I had a birthday. No, I almost forgot. That's just an anniversary. It was an anniversary of your 40th birthday. It's an anniversary. Right. Right. Oh, right. I'm 41. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you so much. Kim is going to be back on with us, um, I think, in a month or so. Next month, yeah. Talking more about what she's doing as she's on many different um, radio talk shows. And it was funny because, uh, you know, shout out to Devoted Moms, because I remember when you were leery of of even going in this direction. We were first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you hit... When you hit the Oprah Masters class, and trust me, Ooh, I've said this has happened before, you know, oh, give yeah. a shout out. I know you got a big old family, but you're going to have to add on some stuff. That's yep. so. Don't forget us. Don't forget the little people. 